Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Marriage Matters. Uh, if you're watching for the very first time, my name is Glenn Coleman, and I'm joined, as always, by my beautiful wife. Isn't she beautiful? Isn't she stunning? Isn't she stunning? Isn't Hi. she magnificent? Isn't she lovely? So oh, Hi, guys. I'm Tanya <laughs> Coleman. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, yeah. So we're back. We're live tonight. Uh, thanks for everyone for joining us. Um, we're going to have a, a really good conversation, uh, I think a personal conversation, uh, something that we uh, have walked through, walking through right now. Um, and so we decided to share this with the people. But before we jump into tonight's topic, um, how have you been doing? <laughs> what? You asked me that today, yeah. this, this episode. Actually, today has been a great day. It's been a good day. Okay. Um, Church was great this morning. Mm -hmm. The word was like on points. Uh, yes. God like said, okay, I know you. I know where you are and this is what you need. All so right. that was good. Yeah. Um, the last couple of weeks have been ups and downs, you know. Um, we had some, some fun and then not so much fun and we'll get into all of that. But yeah, yeah. but okay. today's a good day. All right. Good. Yeah. I'm what glad to you? see. I'm, I'm doing really well. I'm excited. Uh, glad to be back uh, in the state of Louisiana. We've been yeah. kind of gallivanting uh, 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 across the, the, the southern states. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, glad to be back home. It's yeah. You know, it's nothing like uh, I always say no matter how great of a bed you sleep in, how good of a hotel you stay in. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like being in your yeah. own bed. Yeah, so. that was, that's what I was going to say. I'm glad to be back in my bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so tonight we're talking about um, how to, or supporting your spouse uh, in times of grieving. Mm -hmm. um, and we're talking about this because um, I don't know if you guys saw the post um, that Tanya made, but uh, we, we unfortunately um, lost uh, a, a family member. Um, a really close family member for Tanya. Mm -hmm. uh, and we as a family, we we haven't had to walk through that too many times. I'm thinking back. Right. There's well, I guess, yeah, we we've we've, we've been through several through a, things. A few since we've been married, we've walked through a few. Yeah. I think there may have been yeah, there we've walked yeah, through. Yeah, and I guess maybe we did such a great job of supporting each other, just didn't 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 seem like you know but yeah so no they yeah well i mean right. it's, it's just you know it's been a while yeah it's been a few yeah. years for yeah. sure okay but. so you want to kind of take us through you know the the story what happened and sure. then we can get into kind sure. of how and i won't give like a whole lot of information because it's you know i have my my story right that, what, yeah your story you correct. know yeah. Um, so, um, one of my first cousins who I grew up with, um, more like a sibling, definitely when we were younger and growing up, um, we lived close to one another when we lived in Gulfport. Um, I lived, um, in their home, we lived together, um, his mom and brother and my yeah. mom, you know, we all lived at my grandfather's house. So we grew up really, really close together. And I lived on and off with them actually um, growing up. And so my mom's sister, my Aunt Mary Jean, um, she lost her youngest son. Um, and so 
that and he's was a couple years younger than me um getting that news was was shocking um it was really hard you know mm -hmm. um getting the news allowing it to sit in and i think that was initially was the hardest thing for me was um really realizing that it had actually happened mm -hmm. you know um and so many things when i got the news came rushing back to me um in that moment and i think i heard the news from her and that was traumatic and my heart just bled for her um and his wife and kids still um and i think when i said it out loud when i when you came home and you were like what's wrong and i had to say it out of my mouth mm -hmm. was when it still didn't sink in that it happened but it just like it was hard to say out loud if I yeah. can say that. Yeah. yeah. So um losing a close sibling who I mean a close um cousin who you no, grew up with you, you're like right, a sibling. He was more of a, he was more yeah, of a sibling. Definitely. Yeah. Um that was, you know, my he was younger than me. So growing up, I saw him as a, you know, my younger sibling and his brother, older brother David, as an older, you know, cousin. Um, and there's a there's a small group of us who are around the same age that were together a lot. My uncle Charlie, who I talked yeah. about um, in the Father's Day episode, was kind of the the neutral ground for all of us. Even when we were not living together or anything like that, we would all gather at his house. Um, and so, you know, with losing Maurice, it. Um, it is still unimaginable, you mm -hmm. know, and what saddens me, what I think I realized going through this process is that because we're no longer living in the same city and have not been for years and years. And I know for a long time, a lot of, a lot of things to get in my way of going back to visit and things like that. Yeah. Um, we hadn't really been in contact with each other. Um, and, you know, just on and off here, there, you know, throughout the years. And I think a part of my grief is that, you know, here's someone that I truly love, like my love for my family has never ceased or lessened, um, but not being able to know his children by face and name, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like really, really know them and how they are, what's going on in their lives and um, just being a relationship with his family. And so a part of, I think what I've learned in all of this is that we have to do a better job of staying in contact with each other. Yeah. You know, if it's just a phone call or a text, you know, getting together for, you know, and they did a family thing, but I wasn't able to go um, earlier this year. Um, just making yourself more available for that. You know, yeah. that's one of the things that I so love about, 
you and your family. You know, I joked, you know, the other week and I said, you know, my first Christmas with you in Fenton with your family. I was like, who are these people? <laughs> They're sitting around around the piano playing music and everybody can sing like everybody can sing, you know, and it was just a beautiful thing. And so those gatherings, you know, with family really mean a lot, yeah. you know, and so realizing that you have someone that you love so dearly, who's now gone on to be with the Lord. And I, you know, I understand, you know, absent from the body is present with God. I completely, completely understand that. But I also know that, it was too soon for him to go. He was yeah. a 45 year old man, yeah. you know, still raising children, yeah. you know? So, um, that part, you know, in some ways I am angry about, if I can say that. Mm -hmm, sure. Um, so yeah, it was just sudden and, and hard and, and, hard to process going to the services was hard. I was so grateful that you were there, um, because if you had not been there, I don't know, you know, just mm -hmm. to see, you know, it, because that's the moment where reality kind of hits you in the face, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and just to kind of go back, you're, you're absolutely right with family. And just to quote one of the elders of the family, mm -hmm. the wise uncle Thomas Earl. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> and I said it, I said it almost proper. I said Thomas Earl, but I'm going to say it like we the Mississippi said, way, Thomas Earl, Thomas Earl. Mm -hmm. But he said that he's like, you know, we got to stop he did. meeting like this. Mm -hmm. You know, he said, he you know, did. we need to. So, yeah, you're right. But um, uh, yeah. So, you know, for me, I do not like to see you hurting. Mm -hmm. It's very hard. Or, or my girls or my mom or anybody. I don't like to see people hurting. It it makes me very uncomfortable, mm -hmm. which, you know, it's ironic that, you know, I am a, a coach and, you know, we count, we mm -hmm. coach and counsel people together. And so I, I do that a lot, mm -hmm. but it's just, I guess in that setting, it's different when it, it's different when it's you. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And I, I don't like to see you. And and for me, I will honestly say that it can be, for me, a little intimidating mm. because it's totally outside. I can't do anything mm -hmm. to make it stop. Mm -hmm. I can't do anything to make the pain go away. Mm -hmm. I can't do anything to make you feel better in that moment. Mm -hmm. I mean, is it something that you have to process through? Mm -hmm. And for me, that's that's a very hard and difficult mm -hmm. thing to do. Mm -hmm. So it and and I know that may sound selfish to say it that way, but it, it's a very uncomfortable mm -hmm. situation for me. Um, but I'm so very grateful that we have been doing the work mm -hmm. that we've been doing. We've been really, um, you know, becoming more self-aware, learning how to deal with our emotions and process mm -hmm. emotions and hold space mm -hmm. for others. Right. Um, and I think all of that, I know for me this time around, and even I'm thinking back to when my dad died, you know, that was what, three, four, five, five years ago, mm -hmm. five years ago now, even that was, uh, it, it was better than, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, 
other family members who 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 we who, we, who we've lost. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I think it was a more of a difficult, and I don't want to say difficult, but we didn't process it. I think as healthy. Let me say it that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. As because I know again for me the tendency is. Um, either I, I, I walk away from it. I don't want to be a part of it. I, I hold it down. I shove it back down, you know, and, but I think this time around, uh, it was, it was, we, we were able to do it in a more healthy way. I'll say, right. I'll just say, right. not to say that it was easier. Right. That's not, that's no, not, not a, at uh, all. that's not a good exactly term, but, but healthier. So, you know, for me, you know, when we're talking about being a support, mm-hmm. um, and you know, and especially, you know, like, I'm sorry. They're they're leaking. <laughs> I saw you were getting a little glossed over. I was like, oh Lord, we're gonna go get us some tissue. I'm good. I'm okay. Good. I'm... But huh? Nothing. Um, but for me, you know, I remember the day mm-hmm. and I came home and I walked in the house and you were actually on the phone. Or you had just gotten off the phone mm-hmm. and you were standing there and I was like, What? And you know, when you said it and you just started crying, for me. You know, like I said, in past, those moments are just so, because initially I didn't know what was going on. Right. You know. It took me a few minutes to get You know, it out. and it's like, because yeah. I, I mean, there's just like, you, I mean, things started going through my head because mm-hmm. mom was out of town. Your mom is out of town. Your, your sister lives out of town. My girls, the girls were out of town. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, who, who, what, what happened? You know, and then finally you told me it was Maurice. And for me, um, what I'm learning to do again was just really hold space for you mm-hmm. in that in that mm-hmm. in that moment. And I don't remember how long it was, um, but that's all I could do. Mm-hmm. I couldn't fix it any. I couldn't fix anything, and and I didn't want to um, shrink back from that moment mm-hmm. um, because, like I said, for me, you know. In the past, I've been very, it's been emotions and all of that has been very uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And so I would want you to, okay, suck it up and move on. And I know that's, the, I, I wouldn't dare say that out loud, but right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. I didn't, mm-hmm. so this, this, I think the best thing I could have done for you in that moment was just to sit in that with you mm-hmm. and just sit there and cry with you, cry for you. And just be there with you in that moment. So I think that that is kind of the point. That is the point of bringing this topic to the podcast. Yeah. Is learning to hold space for your spouse in these difficult moments of loss and grief. Yes, they are a part of, you know, our everyday lives. You know, it, it happens. Um and depending and you said the early said it earlier i think this time we were are able to process it in a more healthy way because we have learned to one allow our emotions to flow mm-hmm. like feel the feelings and allow mm-hmm. one another to um experience whatever those emotions are and to hold space for one another yeah. whereas before it wasn't that yeah. we would come with something to try to stuff the emotion, you yeah. know, in that moment and not really allow the person to grieve, yeah. you know, um, 
when I think about when um, when your dad died mm-hmm. and you found out or you, um, I think you went there. You were, yeah. you were there when it happened. Well, I wasn't there when it happened. You weren't there when it happened. I flew home the day gone, before. Right. You had gone and come back. Yeah. Um, but when you were going through your emotion of grieving, all I could do was hold you, mm-hmm. you know, when you sat and you sat and we had a conversation, you shared that with the girls, you mm-hmm. know, it was like, that's all we really could do. And I think sometimes or we miss it is when we say things like it's going to be OK, mm-hmm. you know, not that it's not going to be OK, but right now is not. Oh, this is not OK. This is not OK. You know, yeah. it's not OK. And so right now I need for you to allow it not to be OK. Yeah. You know, it yeah. because it doesn't feel okay and it's not okay. Yeah. Right. And as people move forward, you know, as time goes on with grieving, we tend to say some some things that are not helpful. Yeah. You know, you just need to move forward. Mm-hmm. Stop all of that crying. No. Mm-hmm. Allow that person to cry if they need to cry. Mm-hmm. Allow that person to sit with their feelings and their emotions, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that you're going to let someone go, you know, years and years and years and they're, they're stuck in their house and in their room and no, but a person can still be grieving and, and attending to their everyday lives, yeah. you know, and if they have a moment where they are emotional about their loss, allow them that moment and sit with them in that moment. You know, we have to be more mindful of the things that we say out of our mouths. Yes, we can encourage with, you know, encouraging words. We can encourage with the word of God. We can encourage with those things, but we also have to allow people to experience the emotions. That's how we heal. We dig deep into the emotions to and bring it up. And when mm-hmm. we bring it up and bring it out, it's just like being nauseated. It, you feel better when you throw up. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like allow that person to experience the process of that grieving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I was I was just thinking back, you know, on. Um, well, I, I'll say this. I, I, there was a post and I, and I hope I don't get this wrong. A uh, friend of ours, uh, Tyler Bear, he mm-hmm. posted this about grief. And and I, hopefully I don't get this wrong, but he, he said basically was grief, and it was a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, he said grief is like you know a container uh, that has a ball inside of it, mm-hmm. and every time that ball, let's say the ball is almost the same size as the container, every time that ball hits mm-hmm. hits um, hits a side of that container, it's mm-hmm. like experiencing that grief. He said, but what happens is over time, that ball begins to shrink. So it doesn't hit the sides as often, as often mm-hmm. but it still hits the sides. So I guess my point is, is you're right. We have to give that, give people and allow people to have that time. You know, I was talking to um, my brother-in-law mm-hmm. um, and he was, you know, just sharing with me about his, his brother. And I forgot how long it told me. His his uh, brother passed, it been? Yeah. It's but it, been it's been time. it's. I think he said seven years. Yeah, it's been a while. And I was like, man, I, I don't, I didn't know it was had been that yeah. long. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, he said, yeah, and I'm just now really mm-hmm. get getting to a place where you know I'm mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting over it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that that's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we yeah we have to allow people 
to to we have to give people just that like you always had the space and the, the grace space and the grace you know we have to give them that time and know that it's okay mm-hmm. you know and i don't know if this is I, well for me and i always talk about the layers of of this for me but first of all it's being a man and mm-hmm. you know real men don't cry you mm-hmm. know be strong you got to be strong for the family mm-hmm. you, you got to you okay mm-hmm. okay you got to be strong for the family mm-hmm. um you know and uh going to you know us as just as african american people mm-hmm. typically you know we we have that that whole persona you know we have to be strong mm-hmm. you got to be brave for the family um and then coming from a um a a and this is just my experience i'm not making a generalization mm-hmm. here but this is just me you know coming from like a christian or a faith mm-hmm. word of faith background it's like you know the emotion thing is you don't need to be all emotional and mm-hmm. we look at the emotions negatively mm-hmm. um and um and i can remember this um when when uncle when uncle charlie passed mm-hmm. again i'm saying it i'm saying the mississippi <laughs> dialect here it's actually charlie lee yes it is but they don't say charlie no, lee they say, say charlie so Uncle Charlie, Uncle Charlie uh, when he passed, and I remember you sitting in that church and I could see you literally fighting back mm-hmm. the tears. I don't know if you remember this. And I looked at you and I said, baby, it's OK to cry, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and again, but just allowing yourself to go there. Why do you think that is? Why do we why do we feel the need, you know? And, you know, and I, you know, you hear people say, man, you know, oh, they've been so strong. Right. And we, we hooray that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So why do you think that is? And you're saying as a, as a, as a licensed professional counselor, (laughs) are you saying, why is that, that we don't allow ourselves to experience the the emotion as people? Are you saying from a a faith perspective? All of the above. Okay. Whatever you want to hit. So I know for me during that time, like you just spoke of when my uncle passed away, it was that, you know, I was, I was telling myself this, the, the story, you know, I was repeating the, you know, absent from the bodies present with the Lord. You and know, that's the truth. It is, that the, is truth. the truth. It's absolutely the truth. Um, and, you know, being strong and not allowing my emotions to take me away and, you know, all of those things. And I remember, I remember sitting there in the church and you saying that to me, I remember standing as the end of the the service we were um on the base at the cemetery mm-hmm. and everyone was walking away you know from the casket and i it was like my feet were planted in the floor mm-hmm. and i think oh i'm i'm getting emotional that's okay um, don't let it out let it out no. <laughs> um <laughs> but um i remember that that moment and still trying to fight not allow the emotions to come, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't leave because of what, who he was to me. That Mm -hmm. was, that was, I have a biological dad, but my uncle was my father. Yeah. And so, and still today I have moments where that, that grief revisits me, you know? Um, okay. Um, but I realize I realize now what's different. And I said this in another post that I shared um, on Facebook. And I, I saved that one for, for later because I do want to be sensitive um, to his, his wife and um, mom. But um, what's different from then and now is that I was able to allow myself with um, Maurice 
to feel my feelings that day. And I, I, I had already had to talk <laughs> me and Jesus. You're not going to run away from this. You're going to, you're going to allow yourself to feel what it is that you feel mm -hmm. and remember every moment that comes back to you mm -hmm. that you spit with him, mm -hmm. you know, all of the laughter, all of the, the cutting up and stuff we got into when we were little, you know, I was, I was, David was laughing. I was telling him the other day when we were sitting there, I said, you know, um, no, I wasn't telling Dave. I was telling one of the girls we were at Aunt Mary Jean's house. And I said, you know, me and Maurice had a fight right there on, mm -hmm. <laughs> on the floor. And Aunt Mary Jean walked in and we were rolling on the floor because mm -hmm. he had been picking on Takesha. And, you know, that was, you know, my little sister. And so we had words or whatever. But, you know, and we were probably like, man, maybe 19 or 20 years old. Oh, like, y'all we, were. We were big. Oh, I thought y'all were young. Oh, wow. No, we were almost grown. Oh, okay. But, well, I was. He was a little younger. But, you know, it, it was those boys. Like, those boys were something. Yeah. And a lot of the times I was the only girl with those boys, you know. So I had to be kind of tough, you know. Yeah. Um, but I allow myself to revisit those moments, the happy times, you know, um, the sad times when they lost their dad, you know, all of those kinds of things, you know, the, those memories just come flooding back. And yeah. what I've learned and, is that grief is a representation of the love that you have for a person. Wow, that is good. Say and that, so say that again. Grief is a representation of the love that you have for a person. Mm -hmm. And what I, I, I allow myself to do is experience the love for my cousin in that moment. Yeah. Right. And grief, the grieve the loss of his life in the time that I miss with him. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. And so that's, I think for me, if I answer the question, that's the difference from then, you know, many years ago till now for me um, is that I've learned that it's important for us to allow ourselves to experience emotion, mm -hmm. happy, sad, glad, anger, whatever it is, allow yourself to experience it. No, you don't have to let it rule your life and carry you away and mm -hmm. cause you to, to do things, you know, that shouldn't be done. But you can still feel your feelings. That's how we heal. Yeah, yeah. So that that's really good. Um, and um, you know, from from for me, and, and I'm speaking from the support side mm -hmm. um, because this time around, that's you know, that's the mm -hmm. roles we we were playing. But yeah, it, it, it's again, even though you may feel you know uncomfortable or you, you're not. You you tip, you typically don't express yourself mm -hmm. in that manner. Um, it, it's you you have to be brave, and I, when I say brave, I don't mean brave as in you know be strong and no. Mm -hmm. I mean you have to be brave to go there because it takes courage. Sure. I think Absolutely. it takes courage to go to that place, mm -hmm. you know. And um, and especially for me, like I said, as a man, and I'm not saying all men, but for me as a man, mm -hmm. that was part of my programming in that. You know, you you don't you know you don't do that. You know, mm -hmm. but um, I had to be brave with you and and go to that, allow you to go and go there with you, mm -hmm. um, and and just be there and allow you to to cry on my shoulder, cry in my chest, or you know wherever, and mm -hmm. and not be um, 
and maybe you can find a better word for me, but I'm saying not be offended at your grief. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because it's just like, you know, sometimes that's I good, think that's a good word, though. Go ahead. But I, I think sometimes it's like, you know, we, we get to that place. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. why you got to do all that? Mm-hmm. You know, why I don't, you know, well, you know, different people. And like you said, I, I know that there's some uh, there's some areas where, you know, maybe if you, you know, you cross certain thresholds, maybe we need to, you need to seek help or, Absolutely. but mm-hmm. I'm saying you, you need to allow people and, and different people grieve different ways, Absolutely. you know? So, you know, we need to just be able to be there, support, be that shoulder to cry on. Mm-hmm. And like you said, don't rush people through that grieving process, mm-hmm. you know, let them take that time. Cause it, I know for me, um, it, it would be, I'd be driving down the road and I hear a song. It would mm-hmm. remind me of my dad, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, and I remember this one time, and this is to show you how closely linked all these emotions are. I remember mm-hmm. this one time we were driving, and me, Bethany, and Bailey were in the car. And I was telling them some story about dad, and I we were all cracking up, laughing. And all of a sudden, I just started crying. Mm-hmm. You know, I was laughing, and I started crying. You know, I was saying he was a really good dad, mm-hmm. you know. But again, like I said, just give, giving people that time and that mm-hmm. space to, to go through that process. Right. And even though it may not look that way for us, well then, but we're not them, nope. you know, and, and just be there. Um, and, and we all, you know, the, one of the greatest um, examples I've heard of empathy mm-hmm. is, you know, like empathy, the difference between empathy and sympathy, uh, you know, sympathy would be if somebody fell in the hole mm-hmm. is to look down in the hole. And it's like, man, I'm really sorry that right. you fell in that hole. But empathy is like, taking the ladder, going down in the hole with them, sitting in the hole with them mm-hmm. and being there to help them climb up the ladder Absolutely. to come out of the hole. When they're ready. When they're ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people may argue against that, um, but I think that's what people need so much in their life is not just somebody shouting from the, okay, it's time for you to come out. Right. They need, sometimes people need someone to get down there with them mm-hmm. and, and help them. And just sit. And, and just sit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is the most powerful thing that you can do for any person who's grieving, who's had some loss, who's going through any kind of, you know, emotion um, where they may be, you know, depressed or what have you um, in that moment, you sitting with them and just holding space for them, allowing them to cry, allowing them to talk, allowing them to be silent. And you may, be in the same space and not even be interacting with one another, but you being just very present with them. That's the most powerful thing that you can do. Yeah. But you said something earlier. You said me not being offended with your grief. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes that is the problem is mm-hmm. that we are uncomfortable yeah. with the other person's grieving mm-hmm. or their emotion. And so, because we are uncomfortable, we want to turn it off like a yeah. faucet and yeah. just fix it. Oh baby, be strong. Oh, it's going to be okay. It's not okay right now. Yeah. And right now I can't be strong. Not mm-hmm. saying that I am not a strong individual, but in this moment I am feeling this I need to experience this feeling. And the best way that you can support me is to allow me to experience this. But because people are uncomfortable with emotion, especially when it comes to uh, grief or anger or what have you, sometimes some people are uncomfortable with happiness and joy, Mm. you know, because people are uncomfortable with that. We have the tendency to disrupt it. Don't disrupt it. Yeah. 
You know, uh, if you want to be supportive, hold space for that person. Yeah. And you ask them what it is that they need from you and don't tell them what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's you You heard what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in wrapping up, so we just wanted to share that with you, you know, and we, we talk about vows and go back to the vows a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it talks about, you know, we, we, we pledge and honor. We pledge to honor and love. In, the, in good and bad times. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, life is not, life is full of the, the ups and the downs. Absolutely. And and all of those, we if we got rid of the downs, mm-hmm. then we wouldn't be the people that we are today. So right. it's like, you know, you are this beautiful tapestry of, mm-hmm. of everything in your life, the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty, you know, right. the handsome, the beautiful, the sexy, all of that. All of the things. Is 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 what made you the beautiful masterpiece that you are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't don't run away from the 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 hard times because those have something to say about your life as well. Yes. Not not that like Tanya said, I'm not saying that, you know, you should be, you know, stay that in that place and um, you know, dwell there. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that that's part of that's, that's that's also shaping process. yeah who you are mm-hmm. so um so real quick let's just uh what to, to someone out there who has a spouse or they're in a relationship friendship whatever mm-hmm. with someone and they may be going through a difficult time whether that's loss of a loved one whether that's loss of a job mm-hmm. or just going through a hard time mm-hmm. um what what are some a couple tips? tricks and and tools. and tools thank you i always forget the last one <laughs> mm-hmm. that you could give people to help them help their their friends family members loved ones what mm-hmm. have you mm-hmm. one the first thing that i would say um and i said it earlier is grace and space mm-hmm. allow that person the grace to feel what they feel even mm-hmm. if you don't get it, you don't understand it. You feel like, you know, it's been two months. It's been a year. It's been two years. You should have moved on by now. You have to give that person grace. You are not walking in their shoes, right? Mm-hmm. You are not experiencing the loss that yeah. this person is experiencing, right? Mm-hmm. So give them that grace. Give them room to grieve, right? Mm-hmm. So what that can look like is that you are sitting with that person yeah. And you're just there. Hey, do you need anything? Is there anything mm-hmm. that I can do for you? Mm-hmm. You know, or or just just sitting. Sometimes right. you don't have to say anything. Right. Sometimes just being there. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not physically there with them, just sending a text. Right. One, and you don't have to be able to just hey, love you, thinking about you, mm-hmm. praying for you. Yeah. Send a text. You know. Yeah. Send a card. Um. Send a meal. Yeah. Something. You know. Um. Would you like for me to pick up? some girls who's for you this mm-hmm. week, you know, what have you, but just being present and holding space when they're ready to talk, listen, mm-hmm. just listen. You don't have to give feedback. You don't have to, you know, do anything other than just listen, mm-hmm. you know, um, again, ask them for what they need. Don't and, tell them what to do, but ask them what they need. I'll add something to that mm-hmm. as well. And you, you may be correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. But I think one tendency is when someone else has a loss or loses someone, we want to tell them about our loss. Oh, Father, yes. And it's, I mean, I remember I lost my dad. It's going to be and okay. This is what I did. 
you know, <laughs> that don't do that. Yeah. Because what you're doing is again, you're taking you're 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 taking the spotlight off that person and putting it on yourself. Absolutely. So that's why I say sometimes it's just being there with them. Right. And and, and holding that space for them. Right. And yeah. if that's uncomfortable for you, then I encourage you to do a deep dive within yourself and find out, you know, why is it uncomfortable for me when someone else is is grieving yes. or they're upset? You know, that's something you have to figure out. Are you OK with your own emotions? Have you yeah. allowed yourself to grieve your losses and to um, experience and feel your feelings? Yeah. Right. This your feelings do not take you out of your out of your faith. Your feelings do not steal from your your strength as a person. It only adds to it. Absolutely. You know, Jesus experienced grief in the yeah. Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus experienced grief when he lost a friend. Yes. You know, yes, he he did raise him from the dead, but he experienced grief. Yeah. You know, he experienced grief when he was about to be separated from the father. Yeah. You know, so he experienced those things and he showed he got up, you know, mm -hmm. he got up from that moment, but mm -hmm. he had the moment. Yeah. So yeah. be a good supportive spouse, friend, you know, church member, what have you, and just be there for that person yeah. in that moment. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, man, That's look, helpful. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it, it did. And it, it was helpful for me just to even talk through that mm -hmm. um, because it, it it's like the it just helped me because I know this is this is not this is not hadn't been the first time for us. Won't mm -hmm. be the last. Mm -hmm. Not that we're expecting it, but I'm just no, saying it's no. it's, mm -hmm. it's a part of life. Um, so it's just it, it reminds you of, you know, what to do in those times because sometimes we don't know what to do. Right. And I think that's probably one of the most dangerous things is not knowing what to, what do, to do and just doing something or doing anything, you know. So mm -hmm. uh, hopefully you got uh, something out of that. Um, you got anything else? No. Uh, well, I will say this one more thing. And I, we said it. But even in the in the initial moments, you know, maybe interacting with the person who's just had the loss, you know, whether it's at in their home, hospital the funeral, what have you, don't feel like you have to say anything. Yeah. A hug and, you know, I love you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we got for you this week. Hopefully that helped you. Um, uh, if you know someone or you yourself are going through some things that maybe you, you can't, you feel like you can't move on from that mm -hmm. that those those moments or you need someone just to talk to someone to hold space uh for you um please reach out um Absolutely. you know tanya uh well i don't know if you're taking clients but you know you can reach out reach out and mm -hmm. we could try to work you in mm -hmm. um so um that's all we got for you this week please remember to uh, like, follow, share, subscribe. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, as well as YouTube. Um, and uh, we'll, we're here every Sunday night at 6.30 p.m. Um, we're working on getting some additional guests. Yep. We really enjoyed had, having our guests on during the month of uh, May and June. June. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we want to do more of that. So uh, if you guys have any comment or any topics that you would like for us to discuss, um, by all means, let us know. Um, and as always, we love to hear your comments. We love to see your comments. We love your feedback. So that's all we have for you this week. This is Glenn and Tanya Coleman 
reminding you that your, your marriage, marriage matters. matters. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys.